Welcome. You're about to hear an inspirational message by David Entry. May your faith increase and your heart be stirred towards God as you listen to this life-transforming message. Press subscribe so you're the first to know when the messages are released. Blessed are your ears for the things they hear. Pillars of destiny. Your love for God will give you an advantage in life. Can I say that again? Your love for God will give you an advantage in life. I'm a typical example. How many of you have noticed, how many of you have noticed that this pastor loves God? Yes. I'm so passionate about God. That's my secret in life. I'm genuinely passionate. No, no. My wife knows it. It's not like because I, when I'm preaching, I get happy. I get, I, my wife knows if, you, if I meet three people and I'm talking about the word of God, everything is like every, I, I fire with all the cylinders in my body. Yeah. Everything comes alive because I'm talking about the word of God. When I'm in the car, the other time my children asked me, Daddy, you are not talking. I said, I don't like talking. But they didn't believe me. I actually don't like talking. If you are with me, if you travel with me in a car, you'll find out I don't talk much. I don't talk much unless I'm asking questions. Apart from that, you come and hang around me. I try to, okay, when it's appointment, that's different. But if we are going somewhere, you hang around me. Most of the time, I don't talk. I actually don't talk. I get fired. I get fired when I start. So if you want me to talk, you ask me a biblical question. I don't like talking. But I love God so much that anything about God makes me just... It has been my advantage in life. So my standing here and talking to you is not because I'm more intelligent. It's not because I'm more handsome because obviously there are more handsome people but it's because I love God. And I've loved God for much, much of my adult life. From the age of 17, I have been, I, when I was diving into the pool of church, I dived, I dived head first. And I went deep in my legs. Now I, I got, I'm inside it. Everything of me. You won't see anything about me outside church. I am just church. Everything is changed. As soon as I got born again, I told you some time ago, I made a very stupid mistake, but God had mercy on me because of my love for him. I just left school. I just, after secondary school, after A-level, I just, I just want to do God's work. That's how, that's how bad the thing was. That's how bad the thing was. And no one stopped me. But God had, I would have, I would have missed destiny because... Because if you don't study, if you don't finish your school, you'll be disadvantaged in life. Mm. But God had mercy on me. God had mercy on me. Why? Because I am really addicted to God. The Bible talks about the house of Stephanos. How they, are, they have addicted themselves to the things of God. I think 1 Corinthians chapter 16 or so. They have addicted themselves to the house of God. 1 Corinthians 16, 15. I beseech you, brethren, you know the house of Stephanus, that it is the first fruit of Asia, and that they have addicted themselves to the ministry of the saints. Did you see that? You must have a godly addiction. But you can't be addicted to the ministry of God if you don't love God. Wow. Some of you, the reason why you are struggling with so many things is because 
you really are not in love with God. It's self-love. And you, have an, you are very ambitious. So you are pursuing an ambition, using God to achieve it. That's, there are people who are doing church and ministry who want to go into ministry. Some of them even came, came to KP2. They want to go into ministry. But it's, they are pursuing an ambition. It's not love for God. How do I know? But when you love God, it affects everything you do, even in church. Every time you are serving, it shows. Some people are notorious and arrogant. They don't like serving, serving but they want to be in ministry. Is it not an oxymoron? It's an irony. How do you say, I want to be in ministry, but I don't love God? And people think they love God. But the love of God is evidenced in the, the nature of your sacrifice and how you handle things that concern God. The, the, it's evidenced by the way you love, by the way you handle things of God, the way you handle inconvenience when it comes to the things of God, things of church, the way you handle when uh, dealing with people, difficult people. You know some people are difficult people? Yeah, they are people, difficult people, and they are in church. Some of you, you think people are difficult, but you are actually more difficult. <laughs> but that's okay, that's human nature and, you know, but you have to. When you love God, people who like the things of God take a lot of inspiration from you. Not because of how you walk, but how you work. How you work for God. People take a lot of inspiration. You become their example of how they should do for God. Yeah, then you can talk to me. But when you are here, you, you never were an example. Even in the department you are serving, you always want to be the oboe. Wow. When you have an opinion, you say it until they ask you to lead the prayer, then you begin to release the revelations. You have things that can make it the difference, but you shelve it wow. or you hide it. When it's your turn, that you show to show how. See, you don't love God. You only want to be the center. But when you love God, you don't care who is doing it. Yeah. You are willing to, to give everything you have at your disposal to them for it to be, well, to be done well. And so when you leave a place and you're going to go and start ministry, we who pastored you know you didn't, you really don't love God. And you are going to have hard, have hard time in ministry. Your love for God will give you an advantage in life. Bishop Oedipo said, you, can't, you won't know my secret until you know my love for God. You see me, I'm wealthy, I'm, I'm blessed, I'm big, international. Money is nothing to me. God has blessed me so much. But you will never know my secret until you know my heart for God. And I, ha I have a heart for God. That is why our things in this church, the way we do our things, that we, are, we are passionate about God because the leader is passionate about God. Some of you, until you step into courage, you have never seen people passionate about God like this before. That's, that's what in, uh, drew, drew you here because you saw genuine desire for God. You saw that these people are not fake. They really mean it. They're excited. Because the pastor is really, really, really excited. I'm excited for, about God. I'm excited. Love for God. Faith in God. Faith in God is, uh, is absolute reliance on what he has said and knowing that he will do what he said he will do. Sometimes things may not look the way 
encouraging for you. But you just know God has said it. Fine. I believe God. Someone say, I believe God. I believe God. Say it again. I believe God. I believe God. Faith in God. Faith never disappoints. You can't walk by faith and sink. So the foundation for well-being and success in life and doing well in life, when you walk by faith, you don't sink. Because, you know, there are turbulence in life. Some people want turbulence ends their career. But whatever can be thrown at you, different things can come after you, can hit you. But you get up and you keep going. And it's like nothing happened. Why? Because you have faith in God. That's why when they were on the high seas, stranded on the high seas, Paul said, I believe God. I I have faith in God that what he has told me, that I'm going to get to Rome. I'll get there. Acts chapter 7, verse 25. I have faith in God. Some of you, when you look at your educational direction, it looks like there's no hope. But hey, have faith in God. Have faith in God. When you look at your parents' condition, it looks very discouraging. Look at your domestic situation. It looks quite worrying. But have faith in God. Faith is a master key. In Matthew chapter 9, verse 29, Jesus said, be it unto you according to your faith. If you, if you look at the, if you think about that statement critically, if you think about that statement critically, you will realize that. that be it unto you. you know, not, not it has been for you. Be it, it's prophecy. So your faith is setting the pace for your future. Said, be it unto you. What determines what, how it will be unto you according to your faith. So the kind of faith you have is what will determine the quality of life you will enjoy. The kind of faith you have is what determines the quality of life you will enjoy. Don't be an, an unbeliever. Don't be a woman without faith. Don't be a, a man without faith. Because the, the issues in your life, you can't handle them. As soon as you start operating by faith, you get God involved. There are bigger issues your mother even couldn't handle. What makes you think you can deal with it? It has been, it's like, you know, um, which, which story is it? That um, fairy tale. Uh, is it Rapunzel? What's the story of Rapunzel? And what's the story? Is it just so? He was locked. Uh, and then, what, what, yeah, he was, she was locked somewhere. In the tower. In the tower and what? But why didn't anybody go and rescue her? No, uh, but did people try to get there? Nobody tried. tried. When you are going to places like that where no one goes, you see skulls. Others who have tried and the dragon ate them. <laughs> Even you know, you know it does. Uh, you see people who have like treasure hunting. You see people who have tried and skeleton and then cobwebs. 
and then you are going, and you are afraid. Others tried and they, they couldn't make it. There's, this thing has ravaged your family. No one has been able to have any good marriage in your family. Everybody who tries fails. People just get sick and die. And you can tell that the thing is getting closer to you. You can tell that this is a family tradition. How can you escape it? Get God involved. How do you get God involved? Have faith in God. Stand on God's word. He said, by faith, the elders obtained a good report. That's success now. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 2. By it, that's faith. Because the subject was faith. It says that now faith is the substance of things so for the evidence of things not see. seen. Sorry. Then he said by it. By what? What's the it talking about? Faith. faith. By faith, the elders obtained a good report. Ah. So it's not just their education. There was something stronger than education. Because every year when people graduate from the uni, those who graduate as doctors, it's not only one person. Mm. Yeah. Every year, different units produce doctors, produce graduates, MBA, uh, um, um, what not, engineers, biomedic. What a different, different, different people. So you are one of the many. Who are educated to do it? What makes you think you are shine over every one of them? Because what I'm trying to say is that what you are pursuing, others are pursuing the same thing. And some are even better than you. But it doesn't mean that they will rise higher than you. Okay. So you must have something else you bring to the table that they don't have or that makes you, that gives you an advantage over them. That's why faith comes in handy. Faith. A life of faith. Your faith in God. They, they encountered a complex situation. They couldn't cast this devil out. No, um, sorry. They had a complex situation. And they, Jesus had turned a fig tree into nothing. He cast the dead tree dried up. And they were shocked. How can a human being achieve this? Say, Master, look. The tree you cast is dead. Mark chapter 11, verse 22, Jesus said, have faith in God. Ah! So is that a secret behind what you did? Yes. Have faith in God. The secret behind mastery in the kingdom is faith in God. Faith is a master key. You have polished up too much just in case you get married. But you don't have faith. That's why it's delaying. Because you have invested in every kind of Makeup and 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 unfortunately you are growing. Hey, have faith in God. Have faith in God. Have faith in God. When God wants to intervene in your life, the first thing He checks is your faith level. He will check your faith level. Do you have faith in God? That's what is your faith that authorizes God to act on your behalf. Your faith in God is what authorizes God to act on your behalf. Jesus said, fear not only believe. Mark chapter 5, verse 36. 
Fear not. Only believe. Do not be afraid. Only believe. Only believe. Only believe. I know some of you, there are things that are threatening you. You can't do much about it. There's a lot you can do about it. Have faith in God. Jesus said, Mark chapter 11, 22, have faith in God. He said, verily I say unto you, whoever shall say to the, verse 23, whoever shall say to this mountain, be that moment we cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believe it that the things that he says shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he says. The foundation is faith. Faith is an unshakable foundation of success and greatness. So he said, by faith the elders obtain a good report. By faith, we understand the wells were framed by the word of God. Verse 3. By faith, Abel offered, a more, offered to God a more excellent sacrifice. It's not because the sacrifice was unique. But the faith behind the sacrifice was unique. You can copy his sacrifice and even do it better. But you won't get the attention of heaven the way it did. Why? Because his faith behind it was greater. By faith. Bible says that God had to. God said, I have a testimony. I have a te- What's your testimony, God? Abel gave a more excellent. God testified of his gifts. God was telling his friends, <laughs> as it were. Tell his friends, look at what this guy has done. God was telling everybody. Just like when you had, when you, 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 you get the best results in the year, in the whole country. And your, your, your mom is telling everybody. That's what God did. For um, um, Abel, God was testifying. He said, "Come and see what my daughter, my son gave me." Come, everybody, angels, say, come, come, see God. God said, "Yes, yeah, in your Bible." God testified of His gift. Uh, testifying. God was testifying. He said, "See, see, I have a testimony." God, tell us your testimony. Abel, look at Abel. Abel, Abel. How did he get that faith? But why are you trying to get there without faith? God testified of it. And somebody too, by faith, he did not, he walked with God and did not die. By by faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death. Really? What did he do? He had faith. See, you're always thinking of what have somebody done. You think, we think about doing before we think about being. That's the problem of humanity. So you see someone has achieved this, the next thing you think about it's how did he do it? What has he done? What has she done? No! Don't start there. If God is involved, it doesn't start with what you do. It starts with the faith you have. Start with the faith you have. You better put your faith in God and not your job and not your intelligence and not your career, not your parents, not your citizenship, not the government, not your uni. You better put your faith in God. Other than that, the way you are not good with maths. <laughs> Even if you are the top mathematician, put your faith in God. That's the only way you get God to get involved with whatever you are doing. I don't want you to grow and in the next 10 years you are still not married. Because you, you always know you are pretty. So you put your confidence in your beauty. And so you, you allow God to say, okay, you're on your own. And since you can do it, you don't need my help. Go ahead. Go on. Go on. And by the time you realize your, the family tradition has repeated in your life, even though you are so pretty, you never was able to marry. 
10 years later, 15 years later, you are still single. Have faith in God. When you put your faith in God, you get God engaged. You engage God when you put your faith in God. That's why on the high seas, he said, I believe God. I believe God that it shall be unto me, just as even though there's no hope here. Doesn't seem like there's any way out. I'm just in a tunnel. I'm just, there's no way out, but I believe God. But I believe God. By faith, he was translated. By faith, Noah, when he was warned, he acted. And because of that, he did not perish. He saved his house. Somebody, what is going on in your family? God is waiting for your faith. Wow. Yeah. By faith, listen to this. Let's already have from the screen. Let's go. By faith, Noah being warned of God of things not seen as yet, moved with faith, prepared the house to save God's house, by which he should have been born, and he came there by righteousness. Wow. So by faith, when he was warned of things not yet seen, don't live your life based on what you are seeing. Because there are things that are not yet seen. There are a lot of things that are not seen, but they are coming. Amen. And God will warn you about things not yet seen. Noah was warned of things not yet seen, but by faith he moved with fear. He moved with fear. The reason why you are disobedient is because you don't have faith. When you have faith, you, you obey some things and move with fear. You are joined us just tight bashing people online and you are bashing tight. Yeah. You, you, are, you are eating every money that gets into your hands. You are eating it. <laughs> Go on. By faith, you will obey. He moved with fear. And you know the result of that? Prepared an act to the saving of his house. Your, the con conditions in your family, if you don't apply faith now, it won't get better. The pastor's prayers really doesn't solve a lot of things. Your, your faith can do more for you than a powerful prayer can do for you. By faith, he moved to the, built an ark to the saving of his marriage, to the saving of his children. His children didn't have to do anything right. Because of what? You see, sometimes people in your family must benefit because of your faith. Amen. Cancer will not reign in your family. Amen. I said, cancer will not reign in your family. Amen. Cancer will not prevail in your house. Amen. By faith. Faith. Move to the saving of your house. Amen. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out, obeyed and moved not knowing where he was going. Wow. But I want to, I know, me, I want to understand everything before I do. Listen, you will miss God. He moved and went to a place where he didn't have sad nerve. He didn't know where he was going. What's the destination? I don't know. God said move, so he started moving. Wow. God, okay, can you give me a map? He said, I'm your map. Me, I'm your map. If you can keep looking at me, you will miss your direction. By faith. By faith, Sarah herself received strength. How did she get the strength? He just believed God and strength came. The way some of you are struggling to stay awake, awake to steady. You are like someone who has been dragged.
You are struggling to study. You drink coffee, it doesn't work for you. You drink Red Bull, it doesn't work for you. You drink Coke, it doesn't work for you. Every, it doesn't work. You even sleep, take sleeping tablets. Uh, I mean, that, nothing works for you. By faith. Overcome it by faith. Overcome it by faith. You have to apply faith. You, you, please, never say you are not good, especially when you are in school. And there's a course you have to. Never use your mouth to say, I'm not good at this course. Never. Even if you are the worst on that course, never use your mouth to say it. Because when you say it, you have confirmed and endorsed it. You say, if you have faith, Hebrews, uh, sorry, Mark eleven twenty three, like a, you say to the mountain, be moved. And if you don't, that said, you shall have the last statement. Whatever he saith, so whatever you say is what you have. Whatever, whether good or bad. Yesterday in Proverbs chapter nineteen, didn't you see it? A man's life, verse twenty and twenty one, says that your life will be filled with the fruits of your lips. Yeah. Proverbs nineteen twenty 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 one. I was in all yesterday's reading. Yeah. So never use your mouth. Never be caught saying something that you don't want to happen in your life. Did you understand what I just said? No. You, I never be caught saying something you don't want to happen in your life. Rather, Proverbs 18. Okay. A man's belly shall be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth. Yeah. What you are saying is what will satisfy. And with the increase of his lips shall he be filled. Look at the next verse. Death and life. Where are they? You can't die if you don't say death. If you don't speak death, you can't die. You don't speak death. Most people who die, they say, okay, I'm going. I'm going. Before they die, you ask your mom when their grandfather was dying. Most of them say, okay, I'm going. I'm going. You can't say you can you can't experience death when you are speaking life. So mind your words. Watch your words. Don't allow yourself to be saying, hey, as for me, this mass thing is so bad. I'm so bad at it. Please, I know that's what came on your mind, but don't say it. Don't say it. When a guy tells you I will die without you. You can know that you are making, you are entertaining a wrong guy around you. What do you mean by you die without a woman? Are you so imbecile? How can you say I would die without a woman? Girl, without you I would die. Girl, you gotta run for your life. Run for your dear life. I'm talking about faith in God. I'm just going over the same stuff. Is someone getting something? I'm just trying to help you why things are the way they are. Help you to see it. Because you think it's somebody's responsibility, but it's the responsibility of your mouth. Your mouth has built a trap for you. You are praying one thing, and when you finish, you go and spoil it with your mouth. You are praying for promotion. When you finish, you go and say, hey, they said this time no one is getting promotion. I don't know why. I don't think any of us will get it. Ah. What are you saying? You pray one thing and destroy the answer with your mouth. Wow. 
A lot of people are responsible for the mess in their lives. Have faith in God and start speaking your faith. As faith you are not speaking is not really full faith. When we have to, when we keep, stay close to you and listen to you, your words will tell us whether you are a man of faith or not. A woman of faith or not. Sometimes, yeah, some of you, listen, listen, I need to add this. Some of you, you are the only hope of your family. Because your mother is not spiritual. Your father is very unspiritual. He thinks he's smart. He says, I don't do those kind of church things. He doesn't know he's not that smart. And you are the only hope for the family. Sometimes when your, your dad comes back with this damaging, life-threatening doctor's report, look at him and tell don't worry, I'm here. God will take care of it. Amen. Tell them, speak it. Tell them, don't be afraid. God will take care of it. But he knows he's not qualified for God to help. But let them know your prayer, God will listen to you. Tell people, when I pray, God listens. Stop saying that. I don't know whether this thing will work. Stop saying that. Speak faith into your family life. Sometimes your father can be a pastor, but he needs you. Everybody, sometimes when he's down, he needs you to speak, speak. Speak, speak. Don't be silent. Speak. Peter. He got to the house of Cornelius in Acts chapter 10, verse 34. He said, of a truth now I know that God is no, God is no respecter of person. Ah! <laughs> it doesn't matter whether you are old, you are young, whether you are a male or you are a female. It doesn't matter whether you have money or you don't have money, whether you are educated or, or uneducated. Those things don't matter. So long as God is concerned, it doesn't matter. Whether you have you are a British citizen or American citizen or Chinese citizen or Russian. Those things don't matter with God. Because God is no respecter of persons. Doesn't mean God doesn't respect people. It's like your humanity is not what makes that moves God. The, the rating of a human being is not determined by his job. The rating of a human being is not determined by his status, whether he's a citizen of one nation or the other. The rating of a human being is not determined by his Gender, whether you are male or female. No, that doesn't determine whether you are important or not. The rating of a human being is not even determined by his job or his education. The rating of your brains and your thinking can be determined by your education. But your human, you're as a human being. You can't be educated so much that your blood turns red, it changes from red to white. Citizenship doesn't change the color of your blood. So God is no respecter of persons. He's not moved by your humanity. But there's something very serious that follows. Peter said of a truth, I perceive. Ah, hey, oh, oh, now I know. I perceive, this is true. I perceive that God is no respecter of persons. But in every nation, ah, every nation, your nationality is not the problem. But in he that fears him and works righteousness is accepted of him. Oh, God will accept you if you can, if you can do it his way. You fear God and you work righteousness. So God is no respecter of personal. Don't let anybody intimidate you with your age. 
hey, I know a lot, I know a lot, but God is not. When you work by faith, it doesn't matter. A pastor, someone can be a pastor, is not working by faith. And you can, you might be an ordinary congregation member, but you are working by faith. Say, I believe God. I believe God. Shout it louder. I believe God. Shout it even loudest. I believe God. I believe God. I am a believer. And what I do is I believe God. And when I believe God, I engage God. Faith. So I don't want to continue in Hebrews chapter 11. It's so much. Sarah received strength to conceive. You know, you are, there are things you are trying to do and you don't have the strength. By faith, Sarah received strength to conceive. Don't forget that. And the, the list goes on. By faith, Rahab did not perish. Ha, ah, a prostitute. He didn't perish with uh, in, in Jericho. She did yeah. better. By faith. Not by connections. Wow. By faith. They're harlots. Bible had to put who she was so that you don't get, you, don't, you are not mistaken. He said she's a harlot. What? If someone, Sodom and Gomorrah, they perish because of their sexual sins. Now here is someone who is actually a sponsor of sexual sins. Uh, she's not just a harlot. She was running the whole center. Brother. She's the madam because that's why she could hide people in the house. She was the boss of the house. She hid them in the house. They came, the guys came and said, some guys, new guys have come to town. They, they, everybody knows, new guys, they come, they will go there. So they came and said, I hear them. She hid them. She hid them and said, they are not here. Why did she hide them? Because she saw that they had a God. She was a good businesswoman. Smart woman. That's why she could get such, so many clients, international clients. She knew how to run the business. But these clients came and they were not interested in the house. They were running for their lives. They came to hide. But she saw something about them. You guys are Jews. Ah, Jews have covenant with God. We have heard about you. And before you came, the fear of you have fallen on all of us. Everybody is afraid because we heard you are coming. Please, I know your God is a mighty God. We know what he has done. Just make a covenant with me. Before I hide you, I cover you. Make a covenant with me. That when God is giving you this land, you will remember me. Why? She believed in the God of the Jews. Wow. That's all she did. A harlot. But she could see past her current state. Mm -hmm. So the Bible said, by faith. To believe in that kind of God, it must take faith. Yeah. By faith. She did not perish. Ah, Rahab did not perish with those who did not believe. Because she believed that this man, mm. this guy said, when she received the spies with peace. My faith. He said, what life will not, time will not permit me to talk yeah. about what faith can do. Yeah. By faith. He said, time will not permit me to talk about Jephthah, talk about Samson, talk about Gideon, talk about David, talk about Samuel, and the rest. Said, time will not, there are many people, listen, there are many people who have achieved so much by faith. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And he's trying to say, you can also join the list. Mm. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Many. It's not if it was only Abraham. Then we say, okay, maybe he's yeah. one of. He was unique. He was unique, like Mary, the Virgin Mary, yeah. to have Jesus. It's only one. Yeah. 
So don't, but no one, you've never been asked to also have a virgin birth. No. But the faith, as for faith, there are plenty of them. Many, the list continues and the list never ends. So after mentioning and mentioning and mentioning and mentioning, they said, all these people, they were not made perfect without us. God has him, God having prepared something better for us, that they without us, they are, what they have done is not complete because they started, we are supposed to finish it. So the journey of faith has not ended. You are the next in line. Amen. You are the next in line. Did you see that? He said, God having provided something better for us. All these guys, really, Abraham? Yes, something better for us. What is what makes us better? That they should not be made perfect without us. All that apart from us, all that they have done doesn't really mean much if you don't continue. So look at the next verse. Seth, therefore, we also, now we, since we are surrounded with such great cloud of witness, you can see so many people have done it. So many people have done it. Then let us also, let us lay aside all the things that is, you can walk by faith. Don't say, as for me, my faith is always small. You are lying. It's you don't want to grow it. Faith is like, you know, when you drink alcohol, it will have an impact on you. Or injection. Some stuff, when they inject into you, it will affect you. Yeah, faith is effective. So you can't say, you ask for you, you can't grow faith. If you give yourself to what makes faith grow, your faith will grow. Nobody was born with, it, with faith. We are all given a measure of faith to start with when you become born again. Well, I think I've gone too far into this faith matter. Uh, today, I really have actually taught on faith. Because some of you, there's nobody who is operating by faith in your family. You are the only hope of the family. You two that are, who are in church, you two, are you going, how can you afford not to operate by faith? You are walking by sight. First Corinthians, Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7 says, For we walk by faith, not by sight. Some of you are making a mistake. You are walking by sight. You are walking by sight too much. By the records. By the, what the doctors are saying. Doesn't mean if the doctor says something, they, they don't, they don't obey. It's there. But also, as you are taking medication, whatever, believe God that God was the one who healed him. Sometimes the doctors must be shocked by you. The, your results must shock them because they, they didn't expect this. They, they told you that this thing would never go, go. But you prove them wrong. Yes. You take the medication. And now when they realize they don't have an answer, the thing is gone, they will say, oh, the medication has, no, it's just the medication. Because you, you know, other people are taking the medication, it's not going. But your case is different when you're a man of faith. When you're a woman of faith, your case is different. Yes. Shout, I believe God. I believe God. So you are the only hope for your family because a lot of people in your family are not working by faith. They're walking by sight, by natural things. Sight is natural. But you don't have to walk just natural. Believe God. Walk believing God. Make decisions believing God. Make decisions believing God. Believe what God's word has said. So pillars of destiny is faith in God. Hey, can you imagine? This is all recap. Pillars of destiny, mentorship. I mentioned that too. Who is mentoring you? Who is your mentor? 
Some of you, you don't have a mentor. You already had, you only have a tormentor. If you don't have a mentor, you will end up with torment. <laughs> a mentor is a disciple. You want to be a pastor, who are you serving under? Who are you effectively and faithfully serving under? You want to be a great wife, ah, who is your mentor? Who is your role model? A role model is not someone you just, a mentor is not someone that you just admire from afar. A mentor is someone you take instructions from. So you see the way you were raised not to take instructions. You are in trouble. Because your, your destiny will be compromised without a mentor or without mentorship. Mentorship is such an important aspect of rise in life. You go and check with Boris Johnson. There are people who advise him. He, he has mentors in his life. I'm, I won't be surprised if some ex-prime ministers is goes to see them for advice and they are coaching him. Yeah. That's, what, uh, so that's what puts Esther in the palace. Yeah. Someone was coaching her. He said, don't use this, use this, yeah. use this. Use this spice, do this. Yeah. Someone had to coach her. That's right. Sometimes you have to believe God that you have favor with some people in some places that they, will, they wouldn't mind mentoring you. Yeah. You want to be a top accountant. Which accountants... That's why sometimes they ask you to go and do, um, what do you call it, uh, work experience. It's another way of, you just need some mentorship. Internship. Just, it's mentorship by a mother form. You need a mentor. I have mentors. I have many mentors. I look up to. What they say about a subject is my final opinion. <laughs> and church is supposed to be a place of mentorship. Some of you don't have anyone who is speaking into your life. You make your own decisions. You don't, you don't discuss with anybody who is up ahead of you who can advise. You've gone to catch a guy you want to marry. You have not discussed with anybody. You've gone to catch a girl you want to marry her. You've not discussed with anybody. But it's when you have a father... He doesn't deal with you based on your faults. Yeah. He, a mentor is always keeping an eye, and a father keeps an eye on your potential That's and right. your future, the brightness of your future. So you are messing up, he'll just give you a knock. He'll give you, don't do that. Slap on your wrist, don't do that. But still, his focus is not what you have done. His focus is yeah. what you, have, you can do. Yes. Your friends just focus on what you are doing. Mm. Hey, this is nice. <laughs> That's why you can't say my friends say it's nice. They are not smart. <laughs> you need a mentor who is not afraid of you. Who is not in your life to impress you, but he loves you enough and wants you to do well. Yes. He just wants you to do well. So when people are singing your praises, he's still seeing a lot of problems with you. And some of you are fighting. Your mother tries to be like a mentor. You're fighting your mother, fighting your dad, because everything you do is not good enough. Because it's not good enough. You are comparing yourself with other failures. So it makes you think you are a success. The one iron man among the blind is king. You are one eyed. But you think you are the best because you are working with blind people. You, think you, are, you are king. Someone needs to tell you listen, when you go to the other side, people have two eyes. Some of them even have spectacles. Four. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Is somebody receiving something? Yes. 
So you need a mentor. I have mentors. You need mentorship. You need mentorship. You see why a lot of black boys are failing? Because right from the onset, they trained you not to take instructions from anybody. You, are, you, you fly in life by instructions. If you are reading Proverbs, you keep, instru- you keep seeing instructions showing up. Instructions, instructions, instructions. I, I kept underlining instructions. So many of them, they keep popping up. Instructions, instructions, instructions. Follow instructions. A wise man listens to instructions. So many instructions. Instructions. So can you imagine someone who has been tuned and conditioned to disrespect, to disregard instructions? So the system knows you will fail. But they say, oh, human right, everybody is important. Yeah, but they know you fail because they have, there's a certain system has been put in place. Some of you, you don't know what is waiting for you. Try to buy a house, that's when you will see. You will see how the system is not for you because from the onset, they push credit card on you, store cards, and you didn't know that will compromise your potential to buy a house in future. You never knew. And they won't teach you that in school. They won't teach you that in school, but most of the systems we are dealing with would require that. But why don't we add it into the curriculum and make it big time? Instead of teaching sex education, let's do credit history, credit rating, credit rating, teach people the importance of credit rating. Yeah. You finish, some of you finish university, fantastic idea, you want to start a business and you need a bank loan. Boom. Just some mobile phone you didn't pay, you failed to pay once. You didn't know it stays in your, in your, it's like in your bloodline. It stays in the system. Sometimes even though if you have CCJ, 10 years ago, when you're about to do something very important and the bank will say, no, you are high risk. You are high risk. They can't give you that money. Suddenly all your hopes are. So you see young guys, they've started a company. They bought a van. They didn't even go to university, but they are doing well. They bought a van, their business, and they advertise. They're doing well because there's loan available, but you can't get it because you're, you are not qualified. But you see, what disqualified you was many years ago. And whilst you were put on that track, the others were not put on that track. So even though you all were in the same school, you, your platform is different. <laughs> you, you try, try and buy a house. Try. You will see. That's when you will see. You've used your name to secure a loan for a boy. Wow. You. Yeah. And he left you afterwards. Yeah. Some of you, you don't even need students' loan. Your parents could have paid. But your mother is asking, go and bring the loan. It's going to take going to uh, cruise. <laughs> going on family cruise with your students' loan. It's not because she's a bad woman or he's a bad woman or adults in your life are bad. It's just because the level of ignorance is destroying a certain community. The level of ignorance. System has been put in place and then they give you, they push some things on you. They will increase their credit card limit. Knowing that you can't handle it. And as soon as you breach it, yep, yeah, got you. You wouldn't know until the day you decide to go up. If you stay down, you don't know what is working against you. You try and lift your head and go a little up. Lift the up, then you see, wow. no, 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 no. Even your postcode will not allow you to go here. Wow. Wow. 
You need mentorship. Someone must tell you some things. If we don't help you, you won't do well in marriage. Some of you, we can help you to choose a, a, a spouse, a husband or a wife, but we also have to be around to mentor you to stay married. Because no one in your family is married. At least your close. It's maybe it's only your dad who has been married. By himself, he doesn't even live with you guys. With your mom. They are married, but their marriage is a very unique one. They live apart. They have their own flat here. This also have their own flat, but they are married. So, 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 see, not that they are bad people. Get it, get it. But the, what has been modeled to you will hurt you. But you will never know until you have been hurt so bad, and then you get a wise person who begins to take inventory and trying to diagnose your life or uh, d- uh, diagnose the problem. Then you see, this is where it started from. You see, you see. You see, you think it's mental health problem. No, you don't have mental health problem. Don't be saying those things. You don't have mental health. You look very intelligent, and you are. You don't have mental health. Lift up your right hand. Say, I don't have mental health problems. Say, I can't have mental health problems. What is the use of a mind that is not working? The way we begin to appreciate mental health in this generation. So everything is my, is my mental health. It's a mental health problem. Listen, don't joke with mental health problems. And don't, don't, don't glorify it. So the way you are going, the doctor said, my doctor, that's all has become your mantra. My doctor said, my doctor said, my doctor said, what is your God saying? What's your God saying? I, I thought you were a Christian. I thought you were a man of faith. I thought you were a woman of faith. My doctor said, my doctor said, my lecturer said, my teacher said, my school said, you're always building your life around what others have said. Some of you, instead of choosing to go to Oxford, your teacher told you, those teachers, they told you that, you know what, don't go and study law in Oxford. Meanwhile, you are very brilliant. You could have made it to Cambridge. They don't go. Just choose South Bank. I'm not saying South Bank is not good. But South Bank is nowhere near Oxford. Okay? And others, there's other, there are other schools that I also know. But you, you could have gotten to, gone to the best, the topmost, because of your disabilities and acumen. But a teacher told you, don't go. Why would you go to university and go and study a course that doesn't, that will not make any difference for you? Simply because it's your passion. Hey, don't make that mistake and say, I'm going to university to study hairdressing. (laughs) There are people who are excelling in hairdressing business who have not been to university. So why don't you study law? Since you are gifted with hairdressing, study law, and then as for hairdressing, you can always better. I mean, you don't need university to do hairdressing. Something that you can't do without, you can't do outside of university. Study that. Go to university first before you say, I'm going to go to Bible school. Oh, Pastor, me, university is for me. It's not for me. I want to do theology. Listen, many jobs, they will ask you your theological training. (laughs) 
So, about we a pastor. Pastor is a calling. You know? It's a calling. It's a calling. Or you can finish the best theological seminary and it will be like you just came from the cemetery. <laughs> yeah. Are you getting what I'm saying? I'm not saying Bible school is not important because it's good, it's important. Please, I've been to Bible school. Okay. But you can do the others at a certain time. This other one, you can add it because you're already passionate for Jesus. So stay in church and serve in church is stronger than Bible school. Serve in church and stop. You are not serving, but you are going to Bible school. For what? You need a mentor. We all need mentors. And let me add this one pillar. Because I, I, it will not be good if I don't add one pillar. And let me do that very shortly. Is that okay? Yes. Honor. Pillar number four. The pillar of honor. Who you honor determines what honor you get in life. There shouldn't be a time in your life where there's, there are people, there are no people you are honoring in your life. Ah, honor is not just talk. Honor is an attitude which produces actions. And sometimes the actions might be inconvenient, but you are dealing with somebody you honor. A certain guy misbehaved towards his wife, and he said, I'm leaving the house. He said, I'm not happy because I'm not happy with my wife, the way he has treat, she has treated me. Meanwhile, he has not been the best. I called him. He told the wife, I'm leaving. I'm, no one can talk to me. I called him. I said, Wait, go back home. He said, yes, pastor. If pastor has said it, I just can't say no. Wow. That's the sign of honor. I just didn't want to do it, but pastor has said it. I can't say I won't do what pastor has, because I can't dishonor him. That's honor. Wow. So you see where some of you are in trouble? Because you are a lone ranger. Lone ranger. You are, uh, you do, you, you make, you run your own life. You run your own shadow. No one can come in. Because you don't have anyone you honor. Honor is proved by the inconvenient decisions you make, even though that's not what you would have made had it not been for the figure of honor in your life. Who do you honor? Whose voice changes the direction of your life? Whose voice in your life? What are the voices that determine your major steps? Whose voice is in your life? You don't have any voice in your life. You don't have any voice in your life. And then when you honor someone God's hand is on, you capture what is on the person into your life. So let's say God's hand is on her. God's, there's God's hand on her. And then put your hand on her shoulder like you're honoring her. Get up and come. Hurry up. So let's say God's hand is on her. And then honor her by putting your hand on her shoulder. As soon as you honor her, by the time you realize the hand is coming towards you, it's already here. I can give you a scripture to prove it. In Genesis chapter 12, verse 2, he said, I will bless those who bless you. Ah. So if they want to be blessed, they have to just go towards Islam. 
How about if they want to curse, be cursed? Go and curse Abraham. He said, me, you don't have to bless the people who bless you. When they bless you, even if you don't say thank you, I will get involved. Wow. When they curse you, even if you don't say, ouch, I will get involved. It's there. I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse him. I will curse him who curses you. That's God. Jesus said, anyone who gives a cup of water to a Matthew chapter 10, verse 41. He said, if you keep a cup of water to a righteous man, you get a righteous man's reward. Mm-hmm. He will receive, so he who receives a prophet in my name, in the, in the name of a prophet, shall receive what? Oh, shall receive what? Shall receive what? What's a prophet's reward? A reward that belongs to prophets. It's like a chief executive's salary. You can't get it unless you are chief executive. These are salaries for chief executives. These are treatments and opportunities for chief executives. You see, but you don't have to be chief executive to get it. If you honor and receive a chief, that's what God is saying. If you honor this person in the name of a prophet, then what prophets are entitled to begins to come towards you. Wow. In Mark chapter um, six, 4, uh, Mark chapter 4, verse 2, what does it say? Um, yeah, verse 3. No, so I'm looking for Mark chapter 6, sorry. Mark chapter 6, verse 4. Quickly. Jesus said, a prophet is not what? Shh, think about it. What does that mean? That statement, a prophet is not without honor. What does that mean? The prophet must have honor. The prophet, that's a good point, must have honor. But it's actually saying a prophet is an honorable person. A prophet is not without, that means he always has honor. A prophet always has honor until you get close to him. Except in his own town among his own people. The people who are close to him are the ones who, are, who can miss wow. the opportunity to tap what he carries. Wow. Wow. The closer you get to an honorable person God has honored, the riskier it is for you. Because you tend to see his or her humanity. Because, come. Thank you guys. Sit down. Let's say this is somebody God is honoring. When somebody is blessed by God, or God has project, lifted him, when they are far, they look very great. Usually, when great people are far, they are so great. When you, the closer you get to them, you see that it's a human being. When God honors you, people say, wow, wow, a man of God, and you are very, wow. But when they come, especially family members, they come near you, they don't see anything. This is just God. So suddenly they feel like there's nothing unique. Whatever you are doing, they can also get it. And they still can't get it. So what is it? That's how it is. When God is blessing you, people get close to you, they can't see where the thing is coming from. They, they, won't, they won't be able to. They can never be able to say, it is, this is why this person is this. This is why. But then, the thing is still working. Because it's God. It's just grace. But if you make a mistake and you take 
your closeness to me for granted, later on you will see you are falling from grace. Falling from grace. And you can't explain it. You can't, you can't tell how. And sometimes over a period of time, the gap will be widened. And you understand. Some of you get a chance to be close to church leaders, your pastors in the branches and other things. Don't take anything like that for granted. You, you are a seed sower so you go close. I don't understand why you think the grace of my life should work for me when you don't sow into my life. Wow. It's a strong statement I made. Some people, it takes the wise to understand this. What is your sacrifices to honor this vessel? Who are you honoring? Tell me who you are honoring. And I'll tell you what honor you walk in. Wow. Yeah. That's where it flows from. You on, most of you don't honor your parents. When was the last time you, you bought a gift for your mom? Mm. When was the last time you gave your father a gift? Mm. No. You are waiting for Mother's Day. <laughs> don't let those things determine your behavior. When it comes, take advantage of it because your mom will appreciate it because everybody's mom is doing everybody's doing it for their mom around that time. So your mom may appreciate it. But don't wait for that. Do better things. Who are you honoring? You are not qualified to carry honor until, until you know how to honor. God bless you for listening to this message. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, and visit www.caris.org for videos and upcoming events. Remember, be a doer of the word and not just a hearer.